Hello and welcome to another 1905 podcast. Rick, me, what are you saying? Fucking, I was hoping it was going to be a miserable one, but you've come in far too chirpy for my liking. There. I don't know how I'm hanging out my fucking ass. <laughs> I am hanging. I mean, cocktails at half three seemed, seemed a really good idea yesterday. <laughs> I feel like at least someone enjoyed themselves yesterday. Fucking anything to do better than that game. Oh, Jesus. Do you know what? We literally, I mean... I mean, it's nothing to be proud of. You should like. I shouldn't be proud of it, but I am. We didn't stop you drinking. <laughs> we didn't stop drinking until half six this morning. So, uh. <laughs> I mean, what's that? A good fifteen hours of drinking. That's a fair old session. I tell you what, we did well, and of course, of course, it was only me and kids still going to the end. Of course, the girls Is that from Birmingham. From Birmingham, yeah. Um, <laughs> she literally, me and her absolutely outshone the boys again again so you know he's a lightweight jordan's a lightweight though isn't he and do you know what he actually did well i think he went to bed at about i want to say four i want to say four so he actually did quite good considering he was pissed after two pints it was there's no way he went there's no way he went asleep show he was blatantly on tinder for a couple of hours (laughs) wasn't he having a look seeing what was about well he did share his a a bed with his mate so i I don't know what happened and i'm not going to (laughs) cast any aspersions i'm not speculating at all on that one and i haven't checked the bed sheets yet so uh, all to be confirmed Oh, to be confirmed. He won't listen to this either, so it makes no odds. Oh, he, he fucking never does use If tell, anyone wants it? to tag Jordan into the comments, though, and ask him what he got up to with his friend in bed, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> Please right, do. We've, we've been away for a little while, haven't we? And in fact, we haven't done a pod since Leeds. And it's not because we've shied away from this, by the way. We genuinely did have plans. And then Rick came over, obviously, for Christmas and spent time with his family. So it wasn't right for us to be doing it at Christmas, you know, when it is, you know, time to be with your families, especially with COVID. And we don't know whether we're going to be locked down at some point. Um, so we just decided, OK, we, we were going to do it. And then we actually did forget. That was a blonde moment on both our part because... <laughs> I think you put in the group at about half nine, didn't you? We forgot to do pod. Oh, well, fuck it. We just do it on Thursday. So we're probably not going to go back as far as whatever the game was. But what was the game even after Leeds? Jesus, I can't even remember. Um, after Leeds was Wolves. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah, back to the 19th. I mean, Jesus, that was 11 days ago. And I feel like we've played an awful lot of games. We we have done a fair bit since then, didn't we, to be honest? So I feel like we're just going to go kamikaze into it. Uh, we did have a little chat beforehand and we were saying, really, like, it'd be nice to highlight some things from Brentford and Villa, not just because we won, but because there were some moments that actually, you know, we feel like we yeah. should highlight. I feel like we could blanket response the, the, the rest of the games, actually, how we probably will against Brighton yesterday, maybe. I mean... Yeah. We can we can refer back, but stick with us. We'll do our best because I can't even remember the bloody we'll game. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we'll I don't even know if I remember yesterday's game, and I've watched it again today, so I don't know about this. <laughs> but we're gonna go. I don't think that's go. a bad thing. No, I think um, 
I actually, I would like to say, and I think we've, we've had a little a quick chat beforehand. I would like to say thank you to everybody yesterday. Like it was technically my Chelsea game and like my birthday celebration. So many people were out. It was so nice to see everybody. Tell you what, ain't you long in this fucking birthday? I'm I am going to, three months. Yeah, I'm going to keep going <laughs> until next December. I'm telling you. Um, if the government allow me, I feel like I need to like claw back the fact that, you know, I couldn't even have a birthday last year. Um, <laughs> But no, I just want to say thank you. Everyone was amazing. And there's so many nice people on Twitter. And it's testament to everyone who came out. And Thanks everyone just had a great time, even if they hadn't met before. It was lovely. Um, but yeah, so that was lovely. And only Chelsea could try and ruin a good day out. But thankfully, they didn't <laughs> really. Um, but I feel like the blanket responsible. I did actually do a, a screenshot something I saw on Twitter earlier. And I thought, actually... That I I wouldn't have thought about this, but our last five home games in the league have pulled up Chelsea, Burnley, 1-1. Chelsea, Man United, 1-1. Chelsea, three, Leeds, two. So that was a nice little moment in the middle. Chelsea, Everton, 1-1. Chelsea, Brighton, 1-1. Four 1-1 draws at home. Technically, you could class them and I think especially, let's be honest, Man United, out of all of those, should have been our toughest opponents. And actually, that was the game we should have won, in my opinion. Yeah. It was only a Georgie fuck-up, wasn't it, that sort of had that yeah, equalizer. That, that we've done enough to actually win the game. We should have won the game. Yeah. So that yeah. is, realistically, eight points dropped at home in five games. It's a lot of points. It's... It's that ability to not kill a game off that I think, apart from Villa away, is the only game that we have killed off recently in the league. We just look disjointed. We're not defending as well as we were. Don't get me wrong, the injuries and the COVID situation has obviously impacted us massively. And it's taken us a bit of and it's taken us a bit of time to get rolling again. I feel like I don't feel like the manager's happy with obviously how busy. Obviously, he's not used to the fixture congestion this time of year, so he's struggling. And I feel like normally it'd be difficult. He'd be finding it difficult anyway. But the fact that he's got all these these constant injuries, as soon as we get someone back, someone else is getting injured. Yeah. Um, I I feel like all those people that have been screaming for a formation change, I feel like that's going to have to come soon because literally we have. One fullback, that's Marcus Alonso. Um, unless he's going to play Asvilacueta right wing back for the next three, four months. Yeah, I um, think I, I think I feel the same as you. Like I think it's obvious we're we're having a tough time at the moment. Yeah. I mean, if you know, as blips go, it it does feel pretty bad considering we've. But as we've discussed, we were kind of riding our luck at points, and we were pulling off some results previous to those where actually we were getting away with it a bit. Um, yeah. So I would say that this season on a whole hasn't felt like we've ever sort of been on the up, if that makes sense. Or or you feel like we were getting there and then we've got something to push I don't feel like back. we've been flying at any one point. I agree with you. I feel like we've 
had games where I've been like, fucking hell, that was unreal, like home to Juve, away to Leicester, where we've dominated. And actually, that um, would have been the period when we when we, when we we were leading up to the Juve game. They were our best game so far. And then the Juve like result was just incredible and performance was incredible. So but I felt like we've had this massive crash down to earth. And it's almost like yeah. it doesn't matter if you're European champions, you're human like everybody else. Um but I think that, I mean, like we were saying, the reactions on the timeline on Twitter, well, they were quite mixed. But as I said to you, I logged in this morning or this afternoon when I finally surfaced and um, <laughs> scrolled through and I was a bit like, shut up, you dickhead. Oh, fuck off, you cunt. Oh, I don't want to read this anymore. <laughs> off I go. I literally was just that's like. Literally, that's literally what it was. Did yeah. not have the mental capacity to be de- dealing with reading such depressing words today, but I, I mean, some people I won't like. I I agree with some people's opinions, and I and I think, and actually going back to even from Wolves, um, I mean, we we obviously applied for that game to be called off. Like we had seven. COVID cases, we had injuries, we couldn't even should put have out well um, should have been and everyone else who's requested has, has had their wish. So um uh it it's annoying and I think yeah. you could look into it and think, okay, it feels like it, everything is against us. You know, I I wouldn't say there's an agenda as such, but it feels like that. Um, it feels like whenever it's us. And then the funny thing was people who had gone to Wolves, like the fog was awful, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I, I, even on my stream, I couldn't actually see who was on the ball. And then when I was speaking to people who went to the game, they were going, it, it, visibility actually was quite bad. So, but they couldn't have dared called it off for fog when they told us that they couldn't call it off for COVID it, cases. It had to go, it had to go ahead, didn't had it? Had to. And don't get me wrong, for the travelling fans, right so, because you can't be calling games off two hours before when you're all bloody in the No, it should have been done the night before, shouldn't it? Or early yeah. that, or very early that morning. Yeah. So, I mean, rightly so that that go ahead anyway. And, and a half of me was thinking, I want our games to go ahead. I want us to have this momentum. I know we've got the, the COVID cases and the injuries, but our, you know, our our team, our squad is still strong enough to pull off results at these games. And it hasn't really happened. Villa aside, Brent, Brentford now aside, but it it actually doesn't feel like we have had enough. Now I look at that and I think, okay, well. There's been so much going on. Um, Chile's obviously come out. It's this week he's had to uh, have an operation. That's fucking yeah. hard. Like, um, I think we did discuss that, you know, at the start of the season, we were like, wow, our bench looks insane. And then all of a sudden it didn't look quite so insane. We couldn't even fill it because we weren't allowed to. And then it was a bit like, actually, you can now see frailty in within our structure and our team and our yeah, squad definitely and I think that's been like I think that's actually carried through and I don't know whether maybe they feel that too that you know like you've I almost feel like added pressure on us because we've had to complete we've had to complete the games we've not been allowed to wait for players to come back everyone's had to muddle through and and do whatever it is they can do and don't get me wrong I'm not like absolving us from any blame I think some of our play has been awful really awful I don't feel mm. like head 
people are using their heads. I don't feel like things are coming off, you know, but it is a mixture of everything. You know, what, yeah. what, what can you do? If you're down on your luck, you're down on your fucking luck, isn't you? We've got the problem that you have as well. When you have the situation that we have, the COVID cases, the injuries, you kind of, well, you have to have the players that are available need to be performing to a certain standard. And the problem that we've got is, and I'm going to single one player out in particular because I just feel like he's given us nothing at the moment. Oh, and it's God. like, it is literally playing with a man down. And I like him because I've seen, as we've all seen, what he can do. But it's been too long since he's done anything. Fucking Pulisic. Mm. Mm. Again, Listen, I know, I get it. He was playing out of position yesterday. I get it. What, what was he, right wing back for most of it, I think? He was. And and I've seen people sort of say about this, like, oh, he's being played out of position and this is he Tommy's fault. He had a license, though, didn't he? He had a license. He's a fucking footballer. He's paid an awful lot of money. It's not like, you know, that would be so foreign to him we didn't just stick him on a on a on a basketball court and gone off you go. It's not then. like they stuck him in goal. It's not like they put him in goal. Yeah, it's like Sorry. you know, this isn't a foreign game to him. He's ah. played there before. He's played there for Dortmund as well. I'm not having that. It's massively mm. alien to him. I think that's a poor excuse people are giving him. Yeah. And I get there are certain fans that get very defensive. I'm not one to sit here and go mad about one particular player and pick on one particular player. But I do feel like, as fans, we have the right to have an opinion. And if someone plays shit, no matter who they are, we have the right to call them out on it. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? And it's not like he was only shit last night. He's been shit for months. Yeah, you're right. He has. He, he actually and hasn't been anything for us, really. He has contributed in his time at Chelsea. He has contributed a period of about ten games mm. after the first lockdown of COVID. Oh, he, and he was on fire. He was arguably he was arguably one of the best players in Europe at that point. Mm-hmm. He was that good. Mm. He was that good. You'd struggle to find a player more informed. Yeah. And I get the niggling injuries that he gets must be really tough for him to take because it's always his hamstrings. But he's been back long enough now and he hasn't even put in. I'm going to go as far as say he hasn't even put in one seven out of ten performance. He come I, on and against I agree Leicester with you. and scored. He come on against Leicester and scored in a game that was done. Yes. That game was done. And it was a tap-in, and he missed a sitter just before that as well in that game. He missed yeah. a sitter just before that. Yeah, He's not doing enough. And I would even argue Hakim Ziyech, he deserves to start ahead of Pulisic, depending on where Pulisic's playing. I would rather him. And I've expressed on here on numerous occasions how fucking frustrating he is as well. How I was going to say, it up. almost feels he's like... More, he's showing more, isn't he, than Pulisic? Yeah. You're at least in flashes. Well, yeah. And he might pull off that one ball that would make a difference. Exactly. Whereas I think you're right. I think with Pulisic, it's got, got to a bit of a point where it's... I genuinely stood there last night and I was just like, 
what 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 do you do? Like there's I mean, no agenda though, is there? There's no agenda. He's just been shit. And that's the point. And and I won't even begin to tell you my love for for Pulisic. I think like he's, I genuinely. When he's on it, he's brilliant when he's on it. But I don't feel like you can defend him at the moment because. Can't. And there was a point actually in the game yesterday, and I didn't notice it until I watched back today. Because obviously, when you're in the stadium, you don't get to see it when it's up the other end anyway. But there was a point where, um, I think he he had like. Four runs into the into the box, and he was. I can't. I think he was actually coming back as if to help defend. And so many times he was sort of cutting his runs short, or he was changing his strides, and he looked like he yeah. he looked like he was trying to protect himself. Now mm. there could be an argument that actually mentally now it could be a he, psychological thing, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But but you're paid an awful lot of money and I don't mean this to sound callous or harsh or anything I would rather you get injured but give your fucking all give. than be what oh, you're being mean. at the moment and trying to protect yourself because actually it's you're not helping yourself you're not helping the team and 100%. if anything I, I couldn't understand and I do think um, this is where a little bit of blame needs to lie with Tuchel because I think Everybody watching that game yesterday would have hooked Pulisic, and to take off Callum, half time. Callum to take off Callum seemed really harsh, and everyone was like, "Oh well, you know." And I was like, "No," because we're at a point now where if you're if you're taking off someone to risk Kante, who is actually still injured and only just coming back from an ankle injury, if you're yeah. willing to risk that man before a game against Liverpool because it's going that badly, how the fuck are you not taking off Pulisic? Because he, he was shit last night again. He was shit. And I don't think... Listen, I'm going to... I'll say it now. I don't, I don't think Callum was very good last night. I felt like his decision-making no. was poor. However, on recent form... He's more likely to do something than Pulisic is. Exactly. What's Pulisic? What? What's Pulisic done apart from a tapping against Leicester? Yeah. I can't. I'm struggling to pull anything out. And I and I don't know about you. I know obviously we're singling him out because actually he's the noticeable like weak link. Yes. I think. Yeah. And and it yeah. and it doesn't really matter what he does. It's either not coming off or he doesn't look right. He doesn't look his right. Head- have you noticed as well, he'll try something. He'll try and take someone on. He'll get tackled and he'll lose the ball. Shoulders go down. Head goes down. And he's sort of dragging himself around the pitch. I'm thinking, fuck me, mate. Yeah, Just... we really don't need this at the minute, Pooley. Get and, your act together. And I know some people will be listening and thinking, fuck, they're being a bit harsh. Maybe we are. I don't think we are being a bit harsh. No, I don't. I could go through... Hand on my heart. Now, I could go through every single player that started that game yesterday, and I don't think anyone, maybe Rudiger, could Mm. say, I gave it my all. I thought the rest of them, and listen, I'm going to include, I'm going to include fucking Jorginho, and you know how I feel about Jorginho. Smug face! Uh, But, but, I've got to look at, I thought Trevor, 
I thought Trevor Chaloba was poor. Did you? I thought, I thought, and I've seen some people say, say they thought he was one of the good players last night. I thought he was at fault for the goal. I thought he was at fault for the goal. I thought he's got to defend that better, that ball, when it comes in. Ah, that's actually interesting because um, I sat and watched a game with Kez, like the extended highlights, and I actually said, um, uh, Christensen going off and Trev coming on, I actually thought, well, I mean, we'll talk about Christensen in a minute, but I, his head's not where it needs to be. He's made a, oh, he doesn't want to be here anymore, does he? And I, and I actually thought, sticking Trev in, and, and I actually said, I, I genuinely trust Trevor, even at the age he is, to make the least mistakes. I think Rudy, oh, I more than Christensen. Yeah, yeah, but but also even with Rudy, Rudy will make a mistake, but he'll make up for it with some shit house behaviour that pulls it back, mm. and he does make mistakes. And I think he made he made a couple of mistakes yesterday that I actually was a bit like, oh, he was so lucky not to be sent off in my mind yesterday. He had two foot, feet off the floor and he completely went over the fella. And I just thought, oh, now he's going off. This is right. And he got away with it. So, you know, you can sort of be happy about that. But he does make his mistakes. Um, but on the whole, his game, Rudy's game, is, is, is a saving grace because we need him to be that shithouse. He's the only one that's kind of got it in him. Everyone else is a bit too nice. But with Trev, I at least feel like when he comes on, he very rarely puts a foot wrong and I feel like you can trust him he's very switched on and I I agree with you I think he had a lapse in con, uh, concentration yesterday which is fine you can't kill someone for that no but you I can't kill someone for that but at the same score I actually think it's shocking that we're relying on a kid like oh to God. be like the mainstay and the person that we're relying on. That is the, and I do feel to a certain extent that the formation that we've played for like the last almost a year or whatever it is now has kind of masked how limited our defenders are apart from Thiago Silva. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're and missing him the, so much. I do think I've we are been missing him. So impressed with Trevor Chaloba. I do think he was poor at Villa, and they were right to. He was right to hook him at half time against Villa because they were getting in behind him too much. And I think even he admitted it on his Twitter account. He said that was not my best game today. Yeah, he did. He, he yeah. was like, well, I'm happy we won. And yeah. fair play to him to come out and say, oh, shit, because that's basically what he said. But at least he's learning from that. Oh, he's going to be... He's getting better and better. You can't kill a kid for having a bad game. And who... That's what he had, yeah. And, and who, actually... Out of everyone that's been playing these games, and let's face it, it's been we've had to have a bit of a mainstay because we've not had much choice. Um, even Reese actually uh, wasn't having good games. I mean, I thought, no, I thought he was. Poor, I thought he was poor at Villa. I yeah. thought he got better as the game went on. I thought in the first half he was kind of just coasting around, and I think they'd give him a bollocking at half time. And he come out second half, and he was fine second half. But I do agree with you. He's been a bit. He's been a bit like that the last three or four weeks. I don't know anyone, and and this is the thing I even said today when we watched it back, and and when the final whistle went and kind of our players dropped to knees and they looked really disappointed, and you do sort of think, yeah, that is disappointing. It looked like a defeat, didn't it, the way they reacted? It looked like a defeat. And I think the fact that it felt like a win for Brighton 
as well. Their mm. their fans went mental. You would have thought they won the Champions League yesterday. But I was like, yeah. I would, as a Brighton fan, I'd have been so fucking happy with that. A point at Stamford Bridge. Absolutely. They deserved, they deserved all three. Yeah. They well, deserved all three. They would have put aside. Yeah. But then I'm Especially looking at that and I... And I and I said to Kez, like, I remember times where, like, if, if the final whistle went and the players were on their knees in that way and really, like, contemplating the fact that, that actually this feels like a loss now, we used to see a reaction, but we've had, as proved, so many of these 1-1 draws at home. You've got the crowd behind you. We're trying to do our best to, get, you know, to stay motivated despite the fact that the, the players aren't giving us anything to feel that motivated about. And yeah. like how many of not none of them have learned since the one one with Burnley. Yeah, okay, we had the oh, which almost mm. feels like an anomaly with leads in between. But all those draws and actually I I couldn't pick out one player apart from oh, I don't know. I want to say like Mason Mount, even if it's not his best game, he still he does not stop. He at least keeps trying. Um, but I do feel a bit like I couldn't pick out actually a single player in all of these games where we've needed someone apart from Rudy. I agree with you. I thought going, he's been the only one in this in this bad period or whatever you want to call it, that's really kept his performances to a standard. I feel like everyone else has kind of been like that or just been completely down. Yeah, I yeah. I do think Silver's played very well when he's played, but you got we have to remember he's 37. He cannot play every game. Yeah. It's impossible. But yeah. I hope to God he's all right for Sunday. I really do. Yeah. We're going to have to... I'm th- I can't see anything other than four at the back on Sunday. It has to be four at the back on Sunday for me. Which scares me with... Um, oh, it petrifies me, four at the back against Liverpool. I think petrifies me. I think as well, because, I mean, I think I think we should talk about it. It's been, like, um, quite big news this week that I actually got excited and thought, oh, like, Christensen's gone and sacked his dad as his agent. Like, is this because they're pissing around with the he's pissing around with the Chelsea contract and he's making all these demands? And that does that mean that Christensen wants to stay? Well, Seems to be the opposite, doesn't it? And now it looks like he's actually already actually agreed, like in principle, to go to Barcelona. Um, now, obviously, I don't know if that's true, but it's been very strongly rumoured, and I and. His- People His performances do suggest that it's true. His recent performances. And do you know what? I think this is one thing that pisses me <laughs> off, right? And, 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 it, and it does annoy me because Dave, like, he's out of contract. And, I, you know, I think actually, if we lose Dave at the end and he goes there, I just think, do you know what? Fair play, Captain. You've literally, you've done it all. You've seen you've it You've done all. your service. You've yeah, you've won everything. More than enough. You were £7 million and you have been absolutely priceless to us. Um, yeah. Uh, so him to go, I wouldn't be surprised because actually if we're keeping silver, which it looks like for another year, we've got that old head. And, yeah. and so Dave would potentially have been phased out anyway. We don't need two players like that, if that makes sense. No, we don't. No, um, we don't. But at the same score, if he's going, 
Christensen's going. Rudy might be going. I mean, the demands that were like he wanted 400 grand a week made me laugh. I literally, no, no. No one is is worth 400 grand a week, in my opinion. Right? But if he's asking for 200, give it to the fucking man. Because he, at the minute for us, is... Actually, he's our leader, isn't he? That we need. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, you know, it'd be ridiculous to not considering, I think, imagine losing those three players at the end of this season. Imagine. That's going to require a lot of money. And I I don't know if the availability is there for players in the summer to sign replacements or adequate replacements. And, um, and now, obviously, we've got Chilwell, like, obviously confirmed. He's had his operation yesterday. It's actually been confirmed that he, you know, is going to be out for the rest of the season, depending on his recovery. We don't even know if he'll start next, se- like, at the beginning of next season. That could be a very... Depends how well he recovers, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's all an unknown. I don't mean to be rude. And as much as I do love Marcus Alonso, I do, oh, no. I, do, I don't... He's a squad player, and he's a squad player at best, isn't he? Against Spurs, like... I'm, I'm more than happy to see him against Spurs because he I always think he's pops up, doesn't he? Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely yeah, shit-house yeah. behaviour. But if if we're actually left with the rest of the season and this isn't addressed, I actually think this could be quite painful. <laughs> I really do. I feel like as well, we've got um, we got a big... We've got a lot of things to look at in the summer. Already fast-forward into the summer, but there's a lot of attacking players that just are not performing or who or who haven't performed and I just think are we just waiting around for them all to click or are we going to do something about it in the summer Mm. it looked like through this difficult period what we've been lacking is that big physical presence up front so Lukaku comes on against Villa completely changes the game so I'm thinking, oh, that's he's making everyone else look better. Like, his hold-up play, he's making everyone else look good. Yeah. And then he started fine. Started fine last night. Scored his goal. I thought, oh, we're back. Like, fucking big Rom's back. It's what we needed. He'll improve the players playing just behind him. The Pulisic, the hudson Adoyes, the Mason Mounts. They all start firing on all cylinders now. They've got the big man up top. And then he comes out this morning and he's moaning about the fucking... He's moaning about the system and whatever. There's a but... weird thing about this, right? Because in one of the group chats I'm in, and and actually everyone made like really good points, I think, um, because we, uh, we obviously it went into the group, and I was literally like, "What the fuck?" Like, no, no, Rom. I'm well, I, firstly, I'm it's way not the time. Too, way too <laughs> delicate to be dealing with these comments from, and I was, and I kept reading them and reading them and thinking. Mm, this could be misconstrued. Like, none of us have actually seen the interview yet. Yeah. So, absolutely, that could be the case. And then, apparently, there was a better translation. Although, I, I, I can't work out if it is a better translation, where, it said, where he said, I'm not happy with the situation, but this is normal. I think the coach has chosen to play with another shape. I've ju- I, I just have to not give up and continue to work and to be a professional. I am not happy with the situation, but I am a worker and I must not give up. Now, we don't technically know what context that is in. However, um, he's limited his comments on Twitter and Instagram this evening. So 
if he's not going to come out and kind of poo-poo what people think he said, then, um, you know, there's no smoke without fire, is there? He's leaving it open to interpretation, isn't he? Yeah. He's not coming out and clarifying anything. The only thing I think I will say about that is that I think he could be talking about the COVID situation, the fact that there's been injuries, his own situation where, you know, he started well. And then he faded. Then he had COVID. He's not happy then that he was he carried on like that. He's fi- he he's not happy. He's firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and I almost yeah. feel yeah. like until you actually see it for yourself, which I'm presuming is going to be in Italian. I don't know. It was on Sky Sports Italia apparently. Um, yeah. Until you see it, you can't you can't wholeheartedly judge. But when you read things and then he's saying he wants to go back to Inter and all that fine actually if you want to go back to Inter and if that's where you actually genuinely feel then like your heart million is back first. <laughs> yeah but then you can turn around and say do you know what fair play he obviously loved his time there he felt like maybe his exit was unfair on the fans and I kind of took that from what he was saying and that he'd yeah. like to go back and give them something still as a player not as a husband and so I understand that if that's how he's feeling yeah. Plus, he's talking to a Sky Sports Italian, you know, reporter. He's hardly going to turn around and go, yeah, fuck you all, don't really give a shit. You know, unless you're a complete arsehole, you're not going to be a wanker about it, are you? Let's be honest. Mm, No, he's going to say something nice. Nice. So I I actually respect that. If he's saying, you know, if he's saying, "I'm, I'm not expecting us to be him to be with us for years and years on end I do genuinely think he will go back there if he liked it there enough and that's where he'd like to finish his career I'm not going to berate him for that but the only thing I think that sticks in the back of my mind with Lukaku and it was and it is one of the reasons that sort of made me doubtful about him coming back um and I did join the hype train once he signed because, you know, that's what you should do as a fan and just think, right, let's get behind him. This could be fun. Yeah. But one of the things was I thought he's quite a character in terms of um, he ain't actually scared to rock the boat and he and he will sort of say what he thinks, even if he's at fault or he doesn't see his own flaws. And I think he could potentially... Stubborn, isn't he? And he could potentially be upsetting our manager here and uh, not only that, immediately, and I won't lie to you, immediately when I saw those quotes, it took me back to our last pod with Johnny, where he said Lukaku could be Tuchel's downfall. Oh, he did shout that, actually, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did say that. Actually, immediately, me took, and I thought, oh, my God, I know he wouldn't have meant in this way. And but, he, meant- but he was talking about the system, like having to fall... Feeling like he has to play Lukaku and not being able to. And the fact that yeah. our board will not like spending a hundred million pounds on a man who isn't playing. happy. Yes, yes, he did say that. He did and say that. I literally, way. it blew my mind, and I didn't need that yeah. today. But I literally was like, shit, because I cannot see that Tommy is going to be happy with this. So is this now? If it is what it is... Especially if it is what it seems like it is, he's definitely not going to be happy with that. So does that mean he's back on the bench? or? And then is the board going to get involved? Is this going to be down to Tommy? Who wins this this, war? Is this going to be palpable discord mark (laughs) two? Exactly my point. And actually, I thought to myself, wow. Like, literally from one pod to the next, we've gone from that where it felt like a bit like a bomb drop, but we weren't actually too shocked by it to actually 
what no, is the reality? It's become a reality very quickly, hasn't it, since that pod? And the other yeah. thing, I think, um, I think I want to actually just quickly as well, like put some kind of like highs in this because I think we've got an awful lot going on at the moment that that feels like we've got a lot, awful lot against us. I think people are being slightly overreactionary. Um, and you kind of expect I think you're it. being I mean, very kind and saying slightly. <laughs> I, but at the same time, I think we've gone from, you know, I don't think people have kind of digested the fact that we were getting away with it a bit after Juve. We were getting away with it and we did pull off yeah. some results that, you know, potentially we probably shouldn't have. We've also seen quite a bit of dross. So I, do, I understand why people are now like, you know, what the fuck? At the end of the day, we, we those players on the pitch yesterday should have been too much for Brian. 100%. I don't, oh, yeah. Um, there's, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, doubt yeah. about that. Without a doubt. And and I think the frustration also grows from Liverpool, obviously, losing to Leicester. Then that kind of, less, you know, we had a little bit of a light shine in there and then we didn't capitalise. And I'm not surprised. I feel like we are in that place at the moment where it's like, oh, I don't know, I feel like we're almost lucky if we win now. I don't know. I feel like we, things are so against us. But the same score, and I don't know about you, I wanted the games to carry on because I thought, actually, all these mugs now are going to have all these fixture conge- congestion. That's a and good it's, point. And it's going to yeah. fuck them up a bit. But actually, now, with the forefront that the winter break is actually in this season, isn't it? So from the 23rd when we play Tottenham through to the 5th, there are no games. So now, yeah. those who have fixture, fixture congestion don't have fixture congestion anymore. No. They've got an entire, almost two-week period to play these games because they can play yeah. them then. So actually, it's gone from not trying to squeeze them in at some point in the season where they're going to have to play Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, you know, Tuesday, whatever. We've actually gone from, well, actually, we're the, we're the mugs that are the only ones who haven't had a game pulled off yet. Yeah, we're. I feel like we we have to turn this round quickly. I think so. Because if we don't turn it, well, you've only got to look at our next three league games: this uh, Man City, Spurs, and Liverpool. Yep. So we've um, got no time to build up to it. We, you know, you. Do you think really, we can shit out it on Sunday? I think we're definitely capable of shit out of there. We're going to need everyone to turn up who's fit, though. Mm-hmm. We're going to need, we're going to need, we're going to need Romelu Lukaku at his battering ram best. He best be um, after these comments because even if he didn't mean it the way it said, to limit your comments means he he's feeling the heat from people. I hope that he, fires him. He obviously, he obviously knew something. Obviously, he knew something was coming. I'm assuming he knows something's coming, so he's thought, oh, I'm just going to fucking, let's limit those for a few days. His agents, obviously, the agents probably got word that it's coming out, but however he's, like, he needs to give up, he needs to give us a performance, uh, like a 90-minute performance. I don't 100%. know if Van Dyke will be playing. I don't know if Van Dyke's playing for Liverpool or not, but... 
Uh, yeah, I can't remember if he played against um, Leicester or not. Well, actually. He was out with COVID, wasn't he? But I don't know. Yeah. And this is the thing. Or or, but I, no, actually, I think all their players are back. I might be wrong. Let me check. But I did think that um, they're, they're looking in a better place than us, and they still lost, obviously, to, um, uh, to Leicester. Um, do, do you know what? I just, I think it would be so Chelsea to absolutely shit out something like this. But the same score, I just think it feels like we're in a position now where it is a bit like, oh, I, d- oh, I just don't know. Just Yeah, we... Yeah, Van Dyke was back. Literally everyone, I think, for them is back because um, even uh, Henderson was back, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think they're all right. <laughs> to be fair, their games I think have been called off more towards their oppositions, not actually them. I know they did have some, but yeah, I don't feel like they've been massively affected. It's been like the odd player here and there, hasn't it? But it, you're right, it's been the opposition that have had the games called off. That the, it's kind of helped them, really, hasn't it? If anything, well, yeah, and and they're going to have time now to kind of put you know put those fixtures back in 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 that period of time where no one where we yeah. haven't got games put in but okay, we've got that world club <laughs> cup coming up soon as well haven't we so we should have two games in that yeah but then again we're having to cancel games to do that so then we're the ones then again then we're the gonna have a fixture foot. congestion yes <laughs> so it has it has, yeah i mean i i don't I don't want to be miserable about it or anything. And I do have a lot of faith that, you know, at some point it'll come back together. It's just, I I do think it might be a bit too late. Um, but I do, yeah. I, I do think like, I'd like us to talk about Brentford and purely because um, yeah. we, we, we saw some marvellous additions. I was so happy with that lineup when I saw. Um, they played really well. Harvey and Jude in there. I literally was like, oh, this is amazing. And actually, I think Harvey played better than Jude, but they were both on it from the beginning. Yeah, I feel like Harvey's a bit more... Harvey's a bit... Listen, I don't feel like either of them are first team ready to like play every week. But Harvey, I feel like he's a bit more street savvy if that makes sense he's kind and of a, a little bit more bit ready more than you shit house yeah a bit more he's shit definitely got well. that in him he's definitely got yeah. that in him yeah i thought he i thought he played well i thought jude done i know he only played half a game but i thought he'd done all right he had some nice touches harvey harvey played well harvey he got played... stuck in a bit more didn't he i mean i thought he was at risk of like actually being sent off at one point he was literally enjoying it... himself that much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it kind of, I feel like the occasion maybe got the better of Jude a little bit. Like the occasion kind of bypassed him. He was sort of like he blinked and then all of a sudden he was off. It was kind of like it just went so quick. But he will learn a lot from that though. He's obviously a talented player who scores a lot of goals in the, um, he, sc- he scores a lot of goals in the youth team. I thought the lad um, who played right wing back done well as well uh simons isn't it yeah 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 i thought he done all right to be fair i thought he done well he didn't do anything where i'd say he didn't do anything wrong and actually it was a lot of moaning about that lineup but i was actually quite happy about it because i think that was the game that um trev almost looked the senior he pretty much was, wasn't he? Apart from Asper Lequeta, he was kind of, he was, yeah. He was having to, he was having to look after that boy. And I actually thought that's good for him 
like he he's the one that kind of gets looked after and I feel like he is coming into his own and and actually like I said earlier I I think he is a reliable player and I and I actually like him I think he's very switched on but like to actually then have that added responsibility I actually thought was good for him because this is how you're going to grow as a player and if you're if you're given that trust which Tuchel clearly gave I know like you said Dave was on the pitch but actually um Trev was the closest one to him most of the time and and I felt like I kept seeing him like talking to him and I was just like this is good like this is how you're going to progress and you're going to learn and you're going to move forward and you're going to become more well-rounded. He would have learned a lot from that he would have learned a lot from that. And and to be trusted is huge I mean massively huge for for someone so young so actually uh, yeah I see good things there and and I was actually quite happy about it because I thought well you know, we can't, and the bizarre thing is, we, we can throw these kids into the um, the Carabao Cup game, but we couldn't play them in, or put them on the bench for the league. Like, why? Like, everyone's kept saying it was about, like, being registered and all that, which I understand that they're not registered for the Premier League squad. So I, I get that. And the same rules mm. don't obviously apply for Cup games. But if you're in that much of a mess that you can't even fill your bench, what? Why is there not that loophole that you can at least fill your bench with some kids? Like you would have thought there should be if there isn't. A, well, I'm assuming there isn't a loophole because I would assume he would have just put them there. He would have had them on the bench. So the fact that there's not a loophole, yeah. is fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's if you're literally ridiculous. COVID hit and injury crisis, like you know, I think the least you can do is call up a couple of under 23s, can't you, to fill out the numbers? I don't mean to be rude. I mean, it's not like, you know, everyone would expect them to be game changers, but actually, you never fucking know. Some One of those kids might want to take their chance and actually would have had the chance to, but yeah, stupid rules and all that. But let's that, bung them in. Let's bung them in for Brentford because that's allowed. Yeah, that, like, it's yeah. weird. It makes no sense at all. But speaking of the Wolves game, um, ironically, it, it was boring as fuck. Let's not beat around the bush. It Wolves was a very or Brentford? Game. Um, I'm talking about Wolves. I jumped to Wolves. Oh, Sorry. you jumped it was to a, Wolves. <laughs> it was a boring game, Wolves, but I thought out of the most recent games, I thought it was probably the best we've played at the back, the best we've defended. Um, apart from the disallowed goal, I didn't think they looked like scoring. No. No, um, we defended very well. Listen, we've done nothing going forward. Don't, don't get me wrong. We we could still be in that game now, and I don't think we would have scored. No. Um, and that it, was fucking it, 10 it days was, ago. Yeah, it was one of those days, wasn't it? I we feel like. We defended well. That was a positive to take from that game. We did defend well in that game. But going back to Brentford, actually, I felt more positive about that performance. I think we looked. Um, we look more together as a unit, um, despite the fact that actually we had two kids in yeah. there, which was incredible because they actually didn't look out of place. Um, no, they didn't at all. No. And um, and then uh, it was the same week, wasn't it? Then that we played Villa, and I felt like, and I actually thought then, oh, this looks kind of quite looked nice a bit of now. Continuity, didn't yeah. it? Kind of, you kind of think, oh, we've settled down after all this COVID nonsense. We're yeah. coming out of this now. Yeah, and fucking last night was like a, a fucking sledgehammer in the balls, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... literally. The thing is, and I am going to say about last night, is that um, 
I said to you at the time at the game didn't literally everyone's heads were in their hands when Callum tried to square that ball as opposed to having a shot. Now I'm not going to take away from the facts that he should have had the shot. I don't know why he didn't. Why he, he should have had the shot? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know I why don't know he lacked that confidence. Or... Yeah, but why he would have yeah. at that point? I mean, it was you know there was nothing to lose. You know, just fucking have a go. That's what we sure, needed. Yeah. Um, but it did feel like there were quite a few points yesterday that went against us, and um, I don't understand how it's not been looked at by far. I don't know how the the ref was mad. didn't see it. But when Cal- I got annoyed at Callum and I said to Rick before we came on to start recording, I said, I'm now seeing Callum's game very differently to how I was yesterday. I was so annoyed with the boy. I literally was just like, why? What? You know, how have you gone from... He had an absolute amazing game against Villa. And then I felt like, yes, I don't get it wrong. Yeah, they handed all three goals against Villa. They handed yeah. all three goals. And, and, and I'm literally, I'm not berating him. Like, I don't think anyone had a great game yesterday. But um, I felt like he had, like, then seriously dropped back. And then I felt a bit bad on that because I saw that he, although he should have had a shot, and that is 100%, he actually had that ball denied going through to Mount by a handball in the box. It was mad, that handball, man. It was ha- mad. Ha- and I know we didn't see it at the time, and we were obviously in the stands, but that's because our heads were in our hands, like, oh, fucking hell, Callum, that was not not the one. But- Surely VAR weren't doing the same. Surely someone must have been looking Well, you would have liked day. to, and actually, when you watch the replay back, and it's only when it's from the angle that's from kind of above where I sit, um, the, the angle was then slowed down and the, the video was put on Twitter and it's the most painful fucking thing you've ever up. seen. It blew up, didn't it, that video? It just went everywhere. Well, because how can a man be literally, his hands are nearly on the floor and he's scooping he that the ball. ball. He literally scooped the ball up, didn't he? He literally, he was like the kid the in the fuck? playground who's had enough and don't want to play anymore and he's just going to nick his ball and run off. It looked like he was trying to scoop it up. But there was that. There was actually quite a few. So, and also, why was Mount's goal disallowed? Because he that didn't, wasn't a foul. He did in not ba- foul the that just, man. He felt a touch, the guy, and he just fell over. He just felt the slightest touch, and he fell over. Can I, like, last night was. It was just so uh, last night, wasn't it? Like mm. it was just this no, like it just. As I'm sitting here now, thinking about last night, probably the most frustrating aspect for me was that we finally had the big man up top. Yeah. And, and he looked up for the game. He looked up for it. He scored that header. I thought, oh, he's going to bulldoze this lot. Mm. No one gave him another ball for the next 80 minutes. He never had anything. And I don't think, for me, I'm going to sit here and I know I'm going to upset you. I'm probably going to upset everyone. I'm going to upset minerals. I know he's going to be in my DMs having a go at me. Don't do it. (laughs) I was disappointed with Mount. No, I actually was. I didn't think he he had a good game at all. And I'm not... He's played... I felt like he wasn't very good at the start of the season, but he had those problems, the wisdom teeth, a couple of other issues. 
but I feel like he really come into his own in the last seven or eight weeks up until last night. I think he's been our best player. I, yeah. I, I think it'd be, I think it'd be difficult to argue that. But I thought he was poor last night, and it all started from that first minute when he tried to square a ball and he didn't really square it very well and it got intercepted. Yeah. And I just thought, I just thought, oh, that's really unlike him. Normally he's really decisive in that situation. And it didn't look like he was very decisive what he wanted to do. He was kind of umming and ahhing. And I felt like he was like that the whole night. Don't get me wrong, you still got his normal work rate and he was working yep. his bollocks off like he normally does. But I thought his final pass was shit. And I thought well, his decision-making was shit. And I'm actually going to add to this, and this is terrible. And if Mimi wants to come on, I'm fucking ready for him. It's No, but I genuinely, and and I'm sad that I agree with you a bit uh, here. I'm but, actually a bit shocked. I was going to ask if we could pause so I could just have a moment. I'm that shocked. I... Because I actually, and and it was so obvious, like, and especially where you so much, I can see it actually is. <laughs> but I did make a point of this last night because, like, sitting where I am, I'm literally like almost slap bang in the middle. I'm just to the the side of the goal. So, like, when there's a corner, like you can see everything. Mount turned into William for a bit last night, and I'm really sorry to highlight this to anyone, but if they want to go back and watch that game again, which I don't know why you ever would, just take my word for it, um, <laughs> he couldn't get past the first man for a long time. Oh, Those she's corners... coming for you now, Mimrose. She's coming for you, Mimrose. <laughs> Come on, Johnny, we'll fucking have it out. No, but I, I swear to you, there was a point where I was like, right, he's he's not himself. I don't I know who he is, really. There but... was something... And the was, problem that we had was but that I, the only hang on, let me let me save him a little bit. Let me save <laughs> oh, him we a go. little bit. Go on, go no, on, go only, on. only because like I just think we should not be relying on Mount every game. He's carried us a lot. Oh crikey, Rick had a proper moment then. <laughs> you right there, Rick. I was waiting for the music to come on. I was waiting for the music to come on. And... <laughs> I was going to have to start singing for a minute there. That donkey got you done your dirty again. Um, it proper done me dirty there, didn't it? No, the only um, thing I'm going to say is he has actually carried us for moments this season. Oh, where, he has. He but, has. But also still last night, for, for every bad thing he did, he made up with good things. But then, so he was the only one. Um, you you don't know actually unless you see like the the video on Twitter where it's all slowed down. He's going absolutely mental about that handball, and he's completely ignored. You also then the goal yeah. that's disallowed. We did not even make. We didn't know obviously what was going on, but we did not make a, a fuss about that at all. It went in the net. Nah. He'd obviously blown up. We're just like, oh fuck it, that don't count. Carry on. Like let's go. Let's try and create something else. But actually, looking at it back, it makes me so fucking angry because the boy actually that goal was his. Like he barely even touches him. He barely even touches him. That goes in. He's a fucking hero, right? That's yeah, it. Yeah. Two nil. You feel like, and that's the thing. We never feel safe now at one nil ever. Like we haven't got like that solidity at the back. We haven't got like the the players in midfield who would. Oh, if we don't get that second goal, it's just you can see the nerve setting in, can't you? If we don't get that second goal, there are cracks all over our pitch, and I, and it's not unfair to say so. Like 
that you know if someone has a good game you can damn make sure at the minute the person next to him is having a fucking shocker like it yeah. just feels like that's the sort of the place we're in at the minute but yeah the devastating fact of reese having to go off which i didn't even realize was as early as 26 minutes i literally was like what's that oh, three four months are they saying it's a fact- ripped they say it's a ripped hamstring in it, which is very rare now. You don't often hear ripped hamstrings anymore. And I hate to be that girl, but it's very hard to recover from. And I, I mean, Torres, Michael Owen, um, Gareth Bale, they've all been yeah, there. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. You've got to hope that I think it'll be fine if it's a one-off. If it's a one-off... But sometimes when you get these big hamstring injuries, it's the start of a niggling problem. And if it becomes a niggling problem, he's not he's not going to be the same Reese James for the next 10, 15 years. And this, the other thing that actually pissed me off, and I mean, I don't, I very rarely actually get upset at games, but like making him walk off and then understanding afterwards the severity of that. Severity why, injury, where's the stretcher? Why the fuck is he walking off and down steps? What what's going on here? Like, where was the stretch of what? It's all why a bit of a it's all a bit of a shit show at the moment, isn't it? It's it all just a bit feels, of a shit show. Yeah, and I and actually, I'm gonna literally lay it out there and say I don't think anyone is blameless. Every single one of them no. have had one point in the last six weeks that it's been either their fault or. Uh, uh, Georgie with his mistakes or um, uh, <laughs> or they've not played like the best of their ability or you know you're, two calls made a wrong call I mean we're all human that happens you're right they've it, all they all they all have to take responsibility yeah. you're right and, and they all have to take responsibility the only way we are actually turning this round is if everyone puts on their big boy pants and decide, that's, that's literally what it is. It's that simple. It is that simple. We're going to play as a team. I'm going to have your fucking back. Pulisic needs a slap round the head. Like, I've never seen... I mean, And there has been a running joke on Twitter with Scott Hater where it's I've, like... I've seen little bits of that. Yeah. I, I mean, he's purposely trying to upset people now and I rate it because that's good behaviour in my book. But, um, <laughs> like... For like he literally has been doing Pulisic strikes me as the type of man who and he's made jokes about you know where's women's deodorant all that like it's literally a joke yeah. people, by the way you shouldn't get that upset about it like he actually does really like Pulisic but yeah. I felt like tweeting this morning um, Pulisic strikes me as the type of man that's never played with football before well, well I'm I'm not being funny he's looking like that at the minute isn't he he and is looking like that. We need someone to literally grab him by his shoulders, give him a little shake, and say to him... And be like, wake up. <laughs> we, and all of them, actually, we need that yeah. kind of talk. My only worry, and going back to the Lukaku business, where he, if, if this is as it feels that it is, when you first read yeah. that, and it kind of hits you straight in the heart. It's awful, yeah. If he feels like that, what's going on in the dressing room? This is, you know what, you literally took the thought right out of my head. I was just thinking the same thing. Normally when one player's unhappy, they're not the only... Normally when one player's unhappy, it's because they're not playing. Yes. But 
it's not that he's not playing. He's been out injured. Like, I feel like he's managed him quite well when he's come back in terms of game time. And if, and if Christensen has agreed in principle to be going to Barcelona in the summer... Oh, he needs to be training with the under-23s. He needs to be out there. And that's the thing. Like, what's he saying to other people? Is he not happy? Is he expressing his, like, lack of desire? Is he, is he fed up? Or, you know, what is it? Because at the end of the day, they, yes, it's your workplace... But we've all been in a workplace where we've aired our grievances with our colleagues. Yeah. Like, and then it might I put do it something in. Yeah, exactly. You put seeds <laughs> in my head every day, make me proper upset all the time, ruin my days, always. <laughs> but it's that thing, isn't it? Where actually then you start thinking, well, actually, I'm not too happy about that either. Or that's bothered me. Or I don't like the fact he's going. Like, everyone's still It's a human. domino effect, isn't it? It's a domino effect. One person starts, they all start. And, and I'm hoping it's not that. I'm hoping it's not. But when something like that comes out and you're already not having a very good time of it, it's very bad timing. Thank Terrible you. timing, isn't it? It's yeah. Terrible even timing. if it's not what we think it is, we're all being left in limbo now until that actually comes out and someone can tell us different. And he's not willing to do that tonight, clearly. So, well, okay. So it makes you think there's something in it, doesn't there? It does make you think there's something in it. And I hope not. But... I think it's very fair to say, and I think it's very much like I think would be the opinion of most people. If you're not happy or if you're not willing to um, play, if you want to leave, if you don't want to be here, then fuck off. Because fuck off. Oh, yeah. I know that there are fucking 15 kids in that academy who are killing for this moment right now. It, and if you're not exactly. grateful for it, if you don't want to play it, then I, I don't See care. You uh, there's no sentiment yeah, yeah. here. There's no sentiment yeah. here anymore. You can leave. And that and that and applies exactly, to anybody. And it's exactly what you said. It goes back to what you said a moment ago. We need that togetherness. Because mm-hmm. you've had, like, Mount's not had a good game the last game. Arguably, Trevor Chaloba's at fault for the goal. And those two have been brilliant for weeks Re- on end. Reese is probably one of your most reliable. And he's had Reece, some blitz. He's been off. We need it. It's exactly what you said. We need everyone to come together now. It's no criticism. Or, I'm not sitting here. I'm not criticising anyone for the sake of criticising anyone. They're capable of more than what they're showing at the moment. Yeah. It don't matter if it's the 100 million man up front or if it's the 21-year-old centre-half. They play for Chelsea. They're yeah. capable of more than what they're giving at the moment. Your and pitch, you play. Need, yeah. Yeah. They all need to be giving more. There's not one player in that squad who cannot honestly say they could give more at the moment. No. no. There's not one. The goalie, the, and I'll include the management staff. There's not one person in that whole collective, in that first team squad that cannot honestly say... They are giving 100% at the moment. They are putting their best foot forward. There's not one of them putting their best foot forward at the moment. So there's a huge amount of improvement to come from this squad. But fuck me, can they hurry up and do it a bit quicker? Yeah, can you stop punishing us, please? Please. Why, we've still got some fucking trophies to play for. That would be nice. Yeah, and not being funny, I feel like... um... I mean, we've been saying it for a long time. And the, and the weirdest thing is, actually, this is now, you just saying that has taken me, again, back to that pod with Johnny, the last one, where we were talking about 
the togetherness and almost like the rapport that like the younger ones have and how Chili was fitting in with that and how and now all of a sudden we're literally on our next pod which was what five games later and we're talking and how like it doesn't, scenario, it doesn't it? feel like that anymore like this it doesn't I feel oh I don't know I think I don't know whether we're I don't know whether we're oh I hate over I don't even want to say that word that I was going to say but are we be are we looking into it too much maybe or, maybe or, but but things Were we like, overestimating the team spirit to start with? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it feels a very different place at the moment. And I know that it only, you know, as with anything, like, it, you know, a bad result can knock your confidence. A bad game can knock you. And, and as we've said, there's not one player who is blameless. And everyone has had a moment and they've all had them at the same time on an awful lot of occasions now. Like, has that literally like slip slide is this where like some of the younger ones need to kind of do pull you know don't let that affect you so much move on to the next one I think Mount's quite good at that Callum I think he is a confident player yeah yeah whereas whereas with Callum he should have sort of come into this riding high after his last game and he looked a bit lost it doesn't help that you've got players like Pulisic who are supposedly, although still on the young side, but actually more experienced. Um, yeah. he, he's, he's, I don't know what's going on there. And then you've got, you know. Just short, a shell of a man at the minute. And we it? haven't actually spoken about him or not, but um, Kovacic and Georgie. Now Kovacic, I thought, had an, a tremendous impact on the um, Villa game. I was so yes. happy to see him. And and yes. and then yesterday he's just running around like a headless chicken. It genuinely oh, he was shit yesterday. He it was genuinely shit, yeah. feels at the moment, doesn't it, that it is a bit like we just gotta suck it up and just hope that things get better. Look, but I quick. feel like that's literally what it is. And as you and as you just said at the end there, but yeah, quick. Hurry the yeah. fuck up. Well, I mean, we've got Liverpool at the weekend. We've got uh, Spurs in the League Cup on Wednesday. We've got um, Man City. Man City away. Then we've got the Cup again with Villa, I think. Uh, sorry, with Spurs again, I think. Spurs. And then we've got... Oh, no, the actually. No, actually, yeah, there's another game in between. I can't remember what it was. But we've literally got Tottenham three times this se- like this month. Now, normally, I'd be absolutely relishing that. And now, I just think in some horrible, weird twist of fate, like, Conte is not going to be our agent that we want him to be. Oh, I've just figured it out. So, it's um, home to Liverpool Sunday. Yeah. Um, home to Spurs, the first leg of the cup. Then it's Chesterfield, on the Wednesday. isn't it? Then Chesterfield. Field, yeah. Yeah. And then we got second leg Spurs in the week. Yes. And then... City away. And then on that Saturday morning, that half to well half twelve kickoff, I know is away to City, and then the following week after that is at home to Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. And then even when you look past that, oh no, actually I was just looking at Brighton, but they said that's not going ahead, so they're yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the next February fixture, but I think yeah, that's being rejigged on by the weekend bit. of the fifth. Is if we go through to the FA Cup, I think fourth round. I think. Oh, so they need to wait to confirm that, don't yeah. they? Yeah. But as but, I mean, I, I, I mean, me and Kez did actually joke today that 
Cor, at this rate, we'd be lucky enough to beat Chesterfield. <laughs> we've got we've got six games coming up now, yep. and that's Chesterfield included. Mm-hmm. Those six games that makes or breaks the season. Those six games. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be upset if we're out of the title race. Like, I do think we are. No, I don't. I do feel like we all kind of massively, me included, we all let ourselves get a bit too carried away there. Which well, is understandable. Yeah, we were it's having a great time, weren't we? <laughs> it's understandable, I think. It's understandable. But I think if we're, if we're comfortably top four this season, it's an improvement from last year because we didn't finish top four last year. We finished fifth. No, we didn't, did we? Yeah, because we, we got beat on the last day, didn't we? Oh, uh, no. Tottenham or did we put- still... Tottenham meant that we were fourth. Tottenham, yeah, so we had to rely on Tottenham, didn't we? Winning it was great, though. Fourth. They so wanted to beat Arsenal and have that We Beat Arsenal Cup that they forgot they actually were putting us into the fucking... They were put, But we've... If we can be comfortably top four this season, I think, mm. and win a trophy, there's a progression there again. There's yeah. a progression there that we've improved over a longer league campaign. Hey, I'm still looking at it that we could absolutely shit out the Champions League because of all the draws we could have got. And they even tried to get it wrong once. (laughs) And and they still drew Lille. I'm not... I'm starting to feel that maybe that's just our competition now. And who's going to be upset at that? No one. We're more than capable of winning that again. Yeah. You think by the time those fixtures come round as well... Like, hopefully, yeah. we're, you know, we're in a position where, well, not Chile or Reese, unfortunately, but we could be in a position by then that we've either recalled, which I'm hoping, Matson, um, recalled him for the for the left side. And, I don't know, we've still got Dave. I don't know. We've got, a, obviously, we've got options now going into January. Transfer. We're actually... This isn't now in, it's never going to be in hindsight. This January now has hit us at a time where we've lost both of our our um, wing-backs, our first choice yeah. wing-backs, let's say. So it's on Chelsea now to do that and make that right. So that our the rest of our season hopefully will be a little less scary. Yes, please. <laughs> but we'll see, won't we? We certainly will. It's going to be an intro. Well, Sunday's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting six games coming up. Yeah, I think January is a massive month, and yeah, it's the I biggest think... month of the season. It's the biggest month of the season for us. Yeah, yeah. and we need to absolutely smash it. Hundred percent. Well, I mean, thank you. You helped me through a bit of my hangover. To be fair, <laughs> even though we're talking about really depressing things, but um. Hopefully yeah. there's some light in the shade. About shit performances, <laughs> shit performances. Although we did kind of touch on Brentford and said yeah. that was a positive. Yeah, it was a the, good performance. Villa was the a good way, performance. Yeah, the way we came back after conceding against Villa and winning the game comfortably in the end, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we just need to now have things come together and hopefully, I mean, I don't care. I will shit out Sunday. If we take three points off uh, them, I will be so happy and I don't care how it happens. 
I'll take an own goal in the 90th minute and yeah, we I haven't had a shot on target the whole game. I'll I don't that. care if Edward Mendy decides he's just going to literally carry it through everyone and have a shot. Like, just yeah. just beat them, please. Or he comes up for a corner in and punches them. it in and VAR misses it or something. <laughs> just, oh, fuck it. <laughs> well, I, I, I pressed buttons and I didn't mean to, sorry. So this probably isn't going to go together very seamlessly, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm too hungover <laughs> to care. I'm literally just going to put them together and off it goes. <laughs> but That's um, the spirit. Yeah. Hopefully for Sunday. I mean, all you Fingers can do crossed. is hope for the best. But, oh, my um, God. That's all we can do at the minute. Yeah, literally. Well, I hope you have a nice rest of the week. Happy New Year to everybody. Because by the time we'll be back, it'll be, oh, my God. I don't even know how we're fitting this in with all these fixtures coming up, by the way. So we're just going to have to, like... <laughs> slip in at some point and get it out and then go again I think uh, I mean I don't want to do another five matches so let's just keep it no. two maximum yeah because I find it really hard I think, think it was just always going to be awkward over Christmas for us but now we've got that out of the way yeah well it's all good we should be good we should be good now hopefully because this is so long now everyone would have missed us so much they're going to listen to the whole thing of five they hours they fucking better they I don't even know how better. long this has been going on but it's too long come it's all of them no I'm not <laughs> No, I'm joking. You're not cunts. Love you all. Love you all. No, he means it. He tells me that every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trace, I don't want to talk to them cunts on the timeline again. You do it today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and I'm fucking off again for Liverpool, so you're stuck with him again. Can you stop being mean uh, to him as well, please, right? He's such yeah, a miserable bastard me? on a daily, <laughs> right? Now, when you come along with your negative comments and he's been left to deal with it, oh, my God, honestly. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It makes I, me worse. It, I get all the whinging about it. <laughs> I, I have a nice day out and I come home and then I'm li- looking at fucking lists of messages that you've all been fucking dickheads for making him speak to you when you're all miserable bastards. Can you just pack it in? Because if I have to listen to him again, whinging on Sunday, <laughs> I am not going to be happy, all right? <laughs> Just be nice. Well, that told me, didn't it? If if you've got nothing nice to say, don't speak to Rick because he gets ever so upset very easily. (laughs) I'm going to have a quiet time on the timeline at the weekend. There'll be no kind commenting now. Yeah, good. Don't talk to him. Literally, wait for me to be back. I'll be back for the Spurs game because I'm sending the boy to that one. (laughs) She's the friendly one out of the two of us. (laughs) And that says fucking everything, doesn't it? How bad's that? What a team we are. Just miserable bastards. Cunts and cunter. Honestly. Well, well <laughs> all I'm going to say is, I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say it. Who gives a fuck? Hey, go on. Still better off than when Ash was here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he won't listen anyway. Actually, he might. Who knows? He's oh, he'll be... He'll be sitting there with the lights turned off, eating his can of baked beans, the loser, will he, listening to our pod? I am actually dead. And on that note, (laughs) keep the blue flag flying high, people. We love you very much. Happy New Year.